ziplining across a vast valley, roasting s'mores beside the lake, whitewater rafting, relaxing beside an ocean view pool. Well, trying to at least. There are lots of great things to dream about doing in South Carolina, so when you're ready to visit, South Carolina is ready to make those dreams a reality. From a classic road trip to a relaxing weekend getaway, South Carolina is open for discovery. Start planning today at discoversouthcarolina.com. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for $39.99. And Meyer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. Welcome into Generation Xbox. This is episode number 212. I'm Tyler. I'm Graham. And I'm Steven. And we are your home for all Xbox news, reviews, coverage, and opinions. And guys, uh, how's your week been? Uh, anything special and fun going on? Uh, well, special, fun. I don't know if I would use those words, but I am back to work. Well, that's back good. to the regular regular schedule of life. And yeah, it's good. And you know, I was kind of getting comfortable being home, uh, doing the teaching the kids thing. But now it's now that's not on me anymore. Now it's more doing the electrical and uh, getting my shocks at work. But yeah. uh, luckily, I didn't forget how to be electrician. It kind of uh, came back. I was a little worried. I'm like, I don't know, but I don't know. As soon as I put on those work pants, I, I think it just clicked. And it's funny how, like, your brain just, like, tunes to a clock. Because so many mm -hmm. times I'm like, all right, I'm going to set alarm because I'm going to need to. And I forget set alarm. But I would wake up, like, right at the perfect time to get ready to go to work. So it was like, I, I, I really thought I was going to have a real hard time getting up in time. But um, the internal clock, it's amazing how that works. But, yeah, back to yep. work. Um and you don't really notice that there's really a pandemic going on. I guess maybe where I'm working, it's not like a lot of people in, a, in an area, so we don't have to control it that much. But yeah, it's kind of good to be back, um, getting back into the normal life. I don't know. Hopefully, this is permanent. Fingers crossed. Well, stay safe, take precautions, and it will be. Yeah. Well, I, ha I have, like, we have gloves now and masks and... Uh, disinfectant for our hands for our hands um yeah. but yeah i i don't know if anybody else you guys back to work or uh well i've, you, I've never not been oh, yeah. um yeah so um but you know we're we're seeing things change right now and i you know the way i look at it is you know as long as we're like smart about everything and take it you know with some common sense and don't just have a general policy of yeehaw yeah we'll be okay you know we'll be able to keep these things open and and, you know, there's going to be probably some bumps in the road. But, you know, as long as everybody's respectful of it, I think we'll be okay. But, uh, <clears throat> Stephen, you had a uh, relatively large um, life achievement this week. I did. I Talk did. Um, and Let's honestly, I had kind of forgotten about it until, like, just a couple, se like, before well, you mentioned in, it. In this, sure, in this sure world right have. now. No, you probably did. Because in no, this no, world no, right I'm now, kidding. like, Tuesday feels four, four, like, four years ago. That's what I mean. So, like, you know, you the know. last, it happened Wednesday. And it's Saturday. And it just, it feels like, you know, a, a year ago. Like, exactly what you said. Um, but yeah, I turned in my last assignment in undergraduate 
in college. Um, I feel really good about graduating. It's not yeah. officially official yet, but it's official. Because um, I got, um, uh, I graduated with honors uh, with a degree in math, so the, the medal is getting shipped to my house. Um, I feel good about that. I wish I would have gotten more honors. Um, and that's due to some of the stuff early in, in my college career. Maybe not like, you know, when homework wasn't actually due, I didn't do it. Um, right. and it affected my grades a little negatively, but yeah. you know, other than that, uh, it, it just, it's one of those things that like, because of what's happened in the last three, four months, it just doesn't feel like real or s- kind of not even that special just because, I, I don't, I, maybe it's not, you know, not the pomp and circumstance you'd get. Cause like I would, I would be three days away from going and walking and getting my, you know, quote unquote diploma, even though it's just a piece of paper when you actually do your graduation. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. and you know, I don't get to do that, which is fine. Like it is what it is. I'm not going to complain, but it, it does like, I'm not gonna say it ruins it, takes but away it, it does, it. it does take away. Like it just, it doesn't feel like I finished right and um and yeah i mean like i don't want to pat myself on the back but you know let me do it for you congratulations steven thank thank you but like you know graduating from college should be a big deal it it does take like a lot of work um so congrats to all my fellow graduating you know people that are might be listening um whether you're graduating even high school or or college i mean i know you don't get the special feeling right um because you're you're not necessarily getting to walk um, hopefully your school's doing something mine's doing like an online thing um i one of my friends um kids graduated from a different college they they did like a parade which is cool um so I ho- i'm hoping you guys get your special moment it doesn't ma- ma- matter to me all that much whether i do or not but i know like my parents wanted to see me walk and so i that sucks for I, like i feel bad for them more than myself i'm happy i don't have to sit yeah. in the sun um, but me. yeah i've always thought the the whole like graduation thing is almost more about everybody else than it is about you you know yeah like the family and everything and get, take their like, pictures see yeah. and like they didn't pay for my school so i i was like you guys don't get like a real say <laughs> yeah. in whether or not i have to go i will go for you but like when my sister graduated because they helped pay they're like you're going and walking but with me <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> i i used my gi bill thank thank god for that mm-hmm. right so um that helped tremendously um yeah so but i was like since i did it i earned it i you know <laughs> it's like i'll walk still but i'm not gonna be happy about it but you can't make me if i decided i didn't want to but i guess <laughs> the world worked out because i don't have to <laughs> right <laughs> good or well, bad uh, whatever so, well good well congratulations and thank you, know, you. I know you're on to other things so um yeah that, that'll be awesome it'll be good to you know jo- go forth into life now not, not sure. that you haven't had real life experiences, you did, <laughs> you know, yeah. prior to school, but uh, but it's always good to, you know, go out there and uh, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts a year or two from now because, um, not to say that college isn't valuable, it's, it's supremely valuable and I, I value my experience there a ton, but sometimes the way the real world works isn't exactly how, you know, you thought it might. Right, and so, I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. And I, I'm still not done with school. I have one year of post-baccalaureate yes. um, schooling to do, mm. which will be interesting, um, all things considered, because it, it's not... It hasn't gone away from the virtual learning, especially for the first semester. Of, yeah. So it's going to be an experience. 
I hope I learn what I need because, you know, I am a little worried about that. But yeah. So I'm not done yet with school, but I'm done with the undergrad part of it, so yay. That's all right. School will resume for you when, when we play each other in Madden when that comes out this year, so you'll be good. No, no, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'd love for you to head on over to GenerationXbox.com. That is our, our website, which launched a little over a week ago now. And you can head there to get uh, the latest reviews, news, opinions, etc. Uh, we're getting a pretty decent library of stuff up there. we got some writers working hard on some stuff, so that's awesome. Appreciate everybody who uh, joined the team. If you're out there listening and you're like, hey, I'd love to write about Xbox, you know, send us a message. Stephen will tell you how to do that here in a second. But send us a message and say, hey, I'd love to, to be part of the team. Uh, we are looking for writers to help uh, support the product and, and get more content out there. So you yeah. can, for this week, though, before I hand it over to you, Stephen, for this week, you can check out things like what we'd like to see next in Sea of Thieves. You can check out a review for Daymare 1998 that I wrote. Um, we, have a or we have a preview of Minecraft Dungeons and a bunch of other news stories detailing everything uh that you know we'll talk about later here on the show but head on over there to to check out the articles and just support the show i mean just heading on over there clicking on the articles and driving traffic really helps do that too so steven uh, while they're at it how can they join the community yeah there's also one piece on you know the top five rpgs on the xbox that's one oh, of, yeah i didn't write that but it's one of my favorite pieces because yep. that's one of my that's favorite really genres um but yeah uh so you know head on over to generation xbox click on all those links but at the bottom of every article um there is a clickable link to everything so facebook the page and the group um so generation xbox and then generation xbox forums uh there's links to twitter which is generation x underscore box um follow us there there's links to discord you can join the discord just by clicking on that link i mean you can get to discord through facebook and twitter as well but it's probably the easiest way is just to go to generationxbox.com, click on an article you know read through it there's some you know news stories all that fun stuff uh, and then get to Discord that way. And then if you want to write for us, uh, like Tyler said, or just have a question for the show or anything like that, you can shoot us an email at mail at generationxbox.com. Um, but yeah, that's that's the easiest way to join all of you know the community. A lot of great stuff happening there. Uh, we'd appreciate you coming and joining. Yep, and then if you want to help support the show and the community on the site, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash generationxbox for as little as $2 a month. Your support goes a super long way. It's appreciated a ton. And anything you can do to kind of help support everything uh, helps us provide better content and, uh, you know, travel to game shows when those resume someday and be able to do lots of other things to get you better content, both written and here on the show. So, again, patreon.com slash Generation Xbox and your support is hugely, hugely appreciated. Okay. Guys, uh, there's some news this week, and let's jump into that. Let's talk first about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 are getting re-released this fall. And, Steven, I know you're a big fan. So, yes. your thoughts on this? Are you looking forward to jumping back in? If so, what's, what's making you look forward to it the most? Yeah, so I was a big Tony Hawk uh, fan. I played, like, Pro Skater 3 three and four and then i really liked the underground games and even like american wasteland was really fun uh project eight was like the beginning of the end but it was still enjoyable but i i have enjoyed the tony hawk games in the past um they're obviously more arcadey than skate which is you know 
as we've talked about with like sports games, sometimes arcade is more fun, um, or if you're just in a, a mood for it, right? And so, like, I'm really excited to play play both both the original games. I never actually played Pro Skater one and two. Uh, like I said, I played three and four. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, forty bucks for the standard edition like is not bad for two games full like four K HDR, which is awesome. Um, unfortunately, if you're a fan of like the the playlists of both games, you're getting about two-thirds of them, the official uh, soundtracks on Spotify right now. You can go check out the news story on Generation Xbox um, for, like, the trailer and then the link to the Spotify uh, playlist as well. Um, but, yeah, the game comes out September 4th. I mean, it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to play. I, I did hear that, the like, you know, Tony Hawk and all the, the other skateboarders are going to be aged in this game, which is, like, a really nice touch. That's cool. Right? Because they're, you know, they're not... 20 and years old anymore right they're 40s and maybe in 50s um so yeah that's that's interesting and and by the way uh side note like if if you like uh, if you're a fan of you know just kind of funny things happening like go follow tony hawk on like twitter um (laughs) yes because he always posts like interactions with people where they're like "Hmm, i wonder what what tony hawk is up to these days and he's like this (laughs) as he's like handed the guy the idea i'm like are are people really that just oblivious (laughs) i mean tony hawk has a recognizable face even at you know is in his older age and like the name come on there's not many people named that i I don't know but maybe, yeah, I'm. Yeah, maybe it's just because I watched a bunch of X Games when I was younger. Yeah, probably. You know, like the first ones. You know, where he was still a part of it. Yeah, and he's been in a decent amount of movies too. Yeah. Um, and of course playing the games. But yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Are you? I know you guys. You guys have played like Skate, but you never really were into the Pro Skater games. You gonna? You guys yeah. gonna get into this Graham, this time? Go, Graham, go ahead and go first here. Uh, yeah, I will definitely pick this one up because, like you mentioned about Skate, it's more of a, like a simulation. Look, it's really hard, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. played the Skate 2 and 3, and, like, I can do... Like, when you have the challenge where they take pictures and you have to do, like, so many things without, like, messing up, I struggled a lot on that. But to me, it's more fun just to free skate and just mess around and do whatever. As far as challenges, I would struggle with that. But with Tony Hawk, like I said, it's more of an arcade skateboarding game, which is more up my alley for my lack of skills of skate so yeah i will enjoy this one i did play one way back in the day i think it was pro skater one the first one it was on the original playstation so i don't know if that actually uh, syncs up but yeah like i remember just you just do these crazy grinding forever and then you just do a like a, a flip off of that and land on another rail and grind so i'm just looking forward to that and it's a fun game where you don't have to spend like countless hours you can just jump in for half an hour 15 minutes an hour whatever time you got and you can just like listen to your own music too so that's one thing about the the original like soundtrack won't be there because licensing and i know like some people might miss out on that but after a while people get kind of tired of hearing that same song over and over and they just put on their own music and just skate around so that i'm looking forward to that and i will definitely be doing that i don't know about you graham i love the soundtracks on those types of games oh Oh, yes me too or like need for speed and most of the soundtrack is coming back it's just a little bit that aren't yeah and so to me it's just because i I love that kind of music right um yeah me too that sort of that culture i guess but you know i just I I see this as an opportunity for me to to get to experience something that I never did the first time around. 
Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's really cool for me. So in September, it comes out early September, the first week, I think it's September 3rd. 4th. 4th. So September 3rd at 11 p.m. for me, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I look forward to getting my hands on that. My only concern is, like, just the window that they're releasing it in. It is kind of, I mean, it's still pretty early, I guess, in the window, so they should be fine. But yeah, and it's also so different than everything else. I, I'm not worried true. about it at all. It's like, we, we don't have a skateboarding game. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have been yeah. wanting one for a long time. I oh, mean, we had, we had the clamory. I remember like E3 2018 was the peak in our community of it. Like the, like people just dying and wishing for the next skate game, um, or the next Tony Hawk to come out. Right. Or, or was it the next, skate? It was skate. skate. It was skate. Yeah. And I mean, skate. I know we're getting like a new skateboarding game. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, oh. so sorry, but I know it's Sessions, supposed right? to. Yeah. Sessions. I think there's another one too. There might be two. Skate Sessions or, I don't know. um, so I don't know when those are planning on coming out, um, but mm. yeah, I mean Tony Hawk's just so different than even those that. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm, I love the more arcadey type skating games, um, and like the there was a game and I don't remember the name of it, but it was on 360 and it was a it had like snowboarding and SSX. Stuff. That, that might have been it, but you could do like massive stuff in it, right? And it was super fun. Tyler, how do you not know what SSX is, man? I just don't remember the the name. I played a ton of it. I still remember the name, <laughs> but um, so, so I know there's a lot of people hoping that you know we since we're seeing a remaster of this that we might see a remaster of like one of the SSX games because those games are insane and they're awesome and they're awesome and I just said awesome twice but they are awesome <laughs> they're super fun and I really would love so they're a awesome. remaster of it. it's so much fun I can't like I really enjoyed the 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 new SSX even though it wasn't the same as like SSX Tricky which is the one I hope gets remastered or even SSX three. Um, but yeah, snowboarding games. I mean, we're seeing a remaster of skateboarding, so hopefully that's next. We need some good arcadey, like super elite, extreme sports in our life. So there yeah, you go. absolutely. So I- I'm looking forward to playing it, and you know it'll be available on Xbox One on September 4th. So it is now available for pre-order as well on the Xbox Store. If you want to head on over there and do that, and it is what 39.99. Yeah, yeah, 39.99. Yep. 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 So that's uh, not a bad price for those two games together either. No, no. From bundled together, that's yep. awesome. Yep, for sure. So um, another sporting related game that's coming out is PGA Tour 2K21. And we have been very excited about this. Uh, that game is also now available for pre order in the Xbox Store. And. With the cover athlete and all, you can pre-order the game for $59.99 for the uh, base edition and $69.99 for the digital deluxe edition. And guys, that's the edition I want to talk about here. Because the digital deluxe edition, when it releases in August, will get you free virtual currency. And that's great and all, but my concern is when you get free virtual currency... That means there's going to be virtual currency there to buy. Yep. And is this going to be NBA 2K all over again? Or WWE. I've started... Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, you got me back into WWE, and <laughs> I started watching, and then I started playing, and then I, I realized what the VC is there. I imagine it's going to be similar to that. Um, yeah, it's... I mean... it. It says in the description for the games on the store that it's going to be used for, like, looking your best on the links. So, you know, think cosmetics, you know, hats, pants, things like that. Um, But if any of that affects, 
like power or accuracy or you know anything or like the distance you can see in your like putt line um or you know things like that then it's you know as it's it's a competitive advantage if you buy yeah. buy stuff um the, and the tiger games always had you know the clothing affect attributes in some way right and and a lot of the games did that the in the tiger series but the the key thing was you earned all of it you didn't like go put your credit card number in and and just acquire it all so like i don't have a problem with attribute differences being tied to equipment or clothing if you earn them in game but when you can just go into the store and buy them on day one and have the super powered you know rather than having a super golfer say a you know super duper one um it's just i I don't think that's good i think it's bad yeah i don't either especially when they're tying the virtual currency into like tournaments um and it's all the my player thing too right so this is the 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 character you're going to compete with online yeah yeah i think yeah so i have i have a lot of problems with this if it's tied to your attributes and performance like like what you're capable Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for $39.99. And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started doing yeah like aren't they learning from other people's mistakes like this is what you should be doing well, it's 2k so own. no like you're gonna get s- you're gonna get so much backlash for this guys i personally think 2k is worse than ea and soon i think you might agree here. yeah because ea i mean you can say what you will and they did have a lot of issues with battlefront with this exact problem mm-hmm. but with their yeah. sports games it's all relegated to one mode right um Mm -hmm. even like you know diamond dynasty and mlb the show which will be coming to xbox like next year's next probably um some of the the equipment stuff that you can buy like is useful for road of the show so it's not even you know relegated to just one mode there Uh, but ea does relegate it to the one but yeah with with 2k it, it does seem to permeate through every mode um single player and online included included and it's just Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think the worst was uh, going into 2K20 for NBA. Um, yeah. There is a lot of... Well, it was basically slot machines, wasn't it? it yeah. Was, yeah. And then I know they added ads into 2K19 when they put the game on sale for like three bucks. Yeah. Um, which was also like, if you're paying... Uh, that's a different argument entirely. Yeah, but, different argument. Yeah. So I do think there's a chance that the backlash is not high here. Because it's golf, and there's probably not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how big the golf community is, but I, I guarantee it's not as big as NBA or NFL or FIFA. No, or, but it's super dedicated and really loyal and passionate. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. And I'll tell you, like, when I played Tiger Woods online back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean, like, six years ago. <laughs> um way back you know because I, I i will say like you know steven you're a super awesome shooter guy right and all that stuff and you do that really well in games tiger woods was my deal like i was in, in alt shot in tiger woods 14 i was the number one ranked player on xbox for nice. a long time 
And and the person I played with was ranked number two. So <laughs> that's, you know, and I've been ranked in the top 100. I was ranked in the top 100 on Rory. I was ranked in the top 50 on Rory when that came out. So um, it's... <sighs> It's a very, very passionate community. The one thing I'll say, too, is that it, it tends to skew older. Most of the people we played, like, we'd chat with them, you know? Because they'd recognize our names from the leaderboards, right? Yeah. So they'd send messages and stuff. And they were all, and you know, I'm nice to everybody, right? I'm not going to be a dick. Um, except the one dude from, like, Britain who threw a massive tantrum. Because we <laughs> beat him. Then I just trolled him like crazy. That was fun. But, um... But most people were, like, in their 40s or 30s that played this game. It, we were not playing a lot of people that were in their, like, early 20s, or, and especially not teens. So I think golf, just in general, has a fan base that skews older. There's a reason that, you know, every golf tournament on TV has, has commercials for Cadillac. <laughs> and, you know, other sports don't as much. Yeah. Right? So, that's... Uh, you know, so that that's one difference, but I I don't know what the backlash is going to be. The, the the fact that it skews older might actually help them in terms of generating purchases for virtual currency. Could be, um, or they just decide they don't care and not not do it. Um, yeah. well, I mean, if so, let me rephrase. It might not generate the outrage over it. Yeah, that that's true. That it would in NBA two K or, or other games. So. But I don't know. Like I, uh, I had a lot of. I've, I had so much fun. I want. I want to love this game so much, and I'm. I'm not like against it. I just don't want to see them tie anything, performance based, any sort of competitive advantage to how much money you can spend on it. Yeah. yeah. I would also like the, um, you know, the hats and the shirts and the pants to be able to be earned through just playing the game as well. Like not just having to buy them with money because that kind of sucks. Because I, I don't get super into, like, customizing my golfer, but I know there's probably people that do and that, you know, want different outfits per day that they're golfing, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sure. Um, and, you know, matching their favorite golfer in real life or something or even just creating their own. And if that's all behind lock, buy, and purchase, that kind of stinks. Well, the thing is, too, so. if it's in the My Player thing where, you know, you're taking that character online, that that's what I'll play 90% of the time, right? Mm, but sure. I just don't want any online experience to be skewed with that. But a lot of people, you're right, do like to customize their their character quite a bit. Um, in fact, when I talked about Ultrat in Tiger, the person I played with, like he was huge into that, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, we don't want to we don't want to have competitive advantage in those games, right? But all right, but let's move on to a place where you know there often is competitive advantage. And that's the world of uh, esports. And guys, it's time for our esports segment of the week, brought to you by BetOnline, BetOnline.ag. There might not be real sports to bet on right now, but if you're missing it and you have that itch, you can bet on simulated sports from NBA 2K, MLB, The Show 20, uh, Madden NFL, and more. Just head on over to BetOnline.ag. And if you're not a sports person, no biggie. You can bet on Call of Duty, um, Overwatch, Dota, League of Legends, and so much more. Head on over there now. Uh, Steven, I think the most the craziest bet we saw in there was you can bet on like the Mandalorian's Metacritic rating. Yeah, that's always... so for season two, yeah. not season one. We already know season ones, but yeah, but yeah, season two. But anyway, like let's preview these matchups. We got two to talk about here, and uh, Graham's probably going to be quiet. That's okay because the first one is in the world of the NFL, 
where the Dallas Cowboys are playing host to the Tennessee Titans in Madden NFL 20. We have the Cowboys at a three-point favorite, even though the Titans went to the AFC Championship game. Steven, your thoughts? Yeah, um, I, I mean, we've talked about it before. Star power tends to play a role in this. Um, but I still think, you know, the Titans have a, have a shot here. I, I just don't know where Ryan Tannehill, like, because he had the resurgence late and then, you know, led them into the AFC Championship the game. second half, for sure, yep. Um, so, you know, if he's their quarterback, maybe. Maybe they can win this game. You know, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, arguably the best running back, like, strict running back in football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, their receivers aren't bad. A.J. Brown put up some numbers this year. Good good stuff. Corey Davis isn't, you know, terrible either. Their defense is fine. You know, they're, they're the Titans. They're not nothing special. Nothing special. The Cowboys, I mean, obviously Dak, you know, love him or hate him, he's Dak. Um, then, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's not, not a scrub himself. You know, he's pretty good at running back-wise. And then, and yeah, their receiving core is probably better. You know, Cooper and Gallup are, are better. And then mm-hmm. Jason Witten, of course, is... Is Jason Witten and even Randall Cobb? Yeah, like he's insane. It's like eighty years old, and he's well. He he went on Monday Night Football for like a year or two, and then just said, "I'm going to play again." He was like a touchdown a week, almost. Like I I had him in fantasy or daily fantasy a few times. So, and he always like scored super well. Yeah. Um. So um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, because it's the Cowboys, and for some reason they're always loved in video games. I I think they will win, especially they're at home. Even though I don't think. That matters in football at all? Not, not too much. No, not not in video games. But what I'll tell you is this: the Cowboys have two things that play really, really well in Madden. So one is star power with high overall ratings, and that can be game changers. With Amari Cooper, they have that. Dak Prescott to an extent, but certainly Ezekiel Elliott as well. Sure. And they have a really good offensive line, and that also plays a huge role because you're not going to see um, Dak under too much pressure. You're going to be able to sustain a ground game if you want to, and. You know, it just decreases the turnovers and the short possessions that put a lot of strain on the defense uh, defensive side of the ball yeah. for your team. So that's fair enough. I take the Cowboys here at a minus three. Uh, both uh, both teams are a minus one fifteen. So, but with the point uh, the point spread minus three, I, I take them here to, to cover with uh, that three point um, pad. So, all right. Our other game is from the world of basketball, and we're going back in time here. The 0304 LA Lakers paying a visit to the 97-98 Chicago Bulls as we wrap up the last dance this weekend. Steven, uh, you are a bit of a Laker fan. Just a bit. Just a bit of a homer. So your thoughts here. <laughs> oh, this is tough. Um, I'm going to preface by saying this is a video game. In no way, shape, or form, even as a homer, well, okay, I'm not going to say that. I think the Lakers <laughs> could win against the Bulls. I just... In a seven-game series, in real life, seven-game series, what would it end up being? Oh, seven. I think seven games, but I, I mean... I'd say Bulls in six, but that's just me. Yeah, well, you're a homer for the Bulls. Um, obviously, you know, there's a bunch of games. So you got, you know, the, the 97-98 Bulls beating some of the or playing some of the best teams like the 03 Lakers, the 12 13 Heat, 15 16 Warriors and then the 97 98 Jazz. Like those are all the four four games you could bet on. Um right now and you know obviously it's cuz of 
you know, the last dance. But I think the Lakers have the best chance of beating the Bulls and any of the other teams. And I know all you Warriors shills are going to, like, you know, scream at me, but you're wrong. Um, I, I still think the Lakers win this because there's a little more depth. Um, you know, obviously Kobe and Shaq, but then the 0304 Lakers also had Carl Malone and Gary Payton, who still, like, were pretty good. And then Rick Fox and Derek Fisher weren't bad either, right? Um, and you know, the bulls are the bulls. They're, they're great, but this, this is a video game, not real life. So I don't see Michael Jordan taking over and just crushing and, you know, neither, I mean, neither will Kobe on the other side, but I think there's more, there's more scoring to be had by the Lakers. So I see why they're the favorites. Okay. So that's my thoughts. I can respect that. I just disagree with it. I, and here's why. The I think it's close. I think I think you're right that in a video game setting, the things you're talking about matter. And I, I'm with you on that. The Kobe was a good defensive player. Um, Jordan and Pippen were elite defensive players. Kobe and was elite defensively too. He was. Tyler. But but you got two guys there. Rodman is, you know, one of the greatest rebounders of all time. So, you know, there's there's just a lot of star power there. I, I, I'm with you that this is the matchup that's the closest. The the Lakers are the one that I think could pull the upset, and I would consider it an upset. The The Heat is laughable to me to even have that be a thing and actually have them be favored is absolutely laughable. LeBron James is better at one thing than Michael Jordan that's losing in the finals. That's it. So, you know, the, the other matchup, Golden State, I'm with you. Like, I know Warriors fans will be whatever, but that's just recency bias. The Golden State Warriors would not stand a chance in a series against the 97-98 Bulls. My opinion, but whatever. So, I'm going to take the Bulls ever so slightly over the Lakers here. Not by a lot, but I think to have them be a four-point underdog is is not entirely fair to the reality of both those teams. So, Actually, yeah, I mean, because the Lakers would have to beat them by four to, the to, four to beat four the to, spread. Four to push, five to, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, actually, I will take the Bulls. I think that game's close. I think the Lakers would win that game, but I don't know if they will win by five. Okay. Um, so, I mean, the line's even for all those games. It's just the spread. Yeah, the spread so. is, what, is what's evening it out, though, right? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, anyway, true. I'm with you. I'll take the Bulls. Um, and I, I, I take the Bulls to win outright, actually. Close, but win outright. So, all right. I agree. Thank you, Graham. No so, that is our... Uh, Graham, you know nothing segments. about basketball. <laughs> no, Graham knew the most about basketball at E3 last year. Yeah, yes. only so. the 2019-18, you know, Listen. Raptors. I remember what matters. Well, no, <laughs> see, not even the 2018-19 Raptors, the The, the main, final the edition of the Raptors. Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there so, you go. Anyway, um, Graham may have been a bandwagon jumper. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, it's the only thing Toronto's ever going to win ever. Yeah, at least in time for a while. Color TV. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, Leafs aren't ever going to win anything. The Jays might have a shot soon, but yeah. So anyway, that's been our esports segment of the week, and brought to you by Bet Online, BetOnline.ag, where even though there's no real sports to bet on right now in the U.S., uh, there's plenty of simulated sports to bet on from the worlds of NBA 2K, uh, Madden NFL 20. MLB The Show 20 and more, head on over to betonline.ag. Sign up today. It's easy to play. And if you're not into sports, you can play anything uh, from Call of Duty to politics if you so choose to go down that road. Yeah. And, or entertainment. Uh, entertainment. There's already lines for best picture, like, and, you know, best actor and stuff like yeah. that. So lots of stuff to do. So head on over again, betonline.ag. 
head on over there today. All right, guys, let's continue on with news. And Phil Spencer was talking a little bit this week and said, you know, there's a lot of concern that game releases are going to be affected this year, right? So we're worried about Cyberpunk. We're worried about Halo Infinite. We're worried about games like that. Um, You know, he says not so much the games this year. He's thinking the games in 2021 are going to be more affected by the coronavirus than in 2020. So, guys, your thoughts on that? Because I guess, you know, we're, we're kind of taking everything day by day in many ways in our own lives with this, right? And thinking ahead to 2020 just seems like forever off, so I hadn't really done that. But urge ahead to 2021, sorry. It seems so far away. Um, thoughts on that, guys? You know, do you think 2021 is going to be a pretty, pretty empty year? Yeah, and I think it's going to extend even further into 2022. Um, I think some of the games that might have come out this year get pushed into next year. Um, but I think we're going to start seeing definitely more, you know, holes in late 21, early 22. That That's my guess. Um, just, you know, thinking of like what, what's likely and, and how, I mean, I, again, he probably has more firsthand knowledge of some of the developers, at least his teams, you know, all the Xbox yeah. game studios. Um, but I think in general, like it just. To me, it makes sense that, yeah, next year will be light, but I think it, it could even be worse the following year, just knowing how long it takes to make a game. I think about games like Battlefield Six, and or whatever they end up calling it, right? Yeah. And I, I worry about titles like that being truly ready for next fall. Because you're adding in the element of developing for a new console as well, mm-hmm. right? So, Graham, I don't know, your, your thoughts... Uh, what do you think about that potential timeline? Uh, well, I really think that it's going to affect it. Like the games that were coming out this year, not so much because those games are well into production. Like some of these games had like five years, maybe more, some less. So those are a lot easier to finish up, and maybe they're just like doing quality testing where they just keep running and like beating the game mm-hmm. and finding bugs and glitches. But yeah, definitely the games coming. In the following year, and like Steven said, even the year after that, I feel like those are going to take more of a hit because that's one the ones where people like maybe get together, like hash things out or work together, or like their computers are less capable at home, especially for the real like next gen, like top of the line mm-hmm. computers that they might not have that they need to uh, make these games. So yeah, I really feel like it was going to be a big impact, and not only games but movies and. TV series and Netflix series, yeah. all that is going to be right. taking a big hit, and there will be a lot of holes. So this is a good time for everyone to work on their back catalog. Yep. But these games coming out, though, will be really long games, and you can put a lot of time into it. I so. have never heard it be called that. <laughs> I mean, I get that that's what it is. Uh, everyone just shortens it, though, Yeah. yeah. to backlog. So um, the- Real, real quick, I, you know, it's going to be hard to sell people on the idea of like, hey, do you, you know, play your backlog <laughs> when there's new consoles. To right, play, yeah. right? Everybody's going to want the new stuff. Uh, real quick before you go, Stephen, I just think it, I think it depends, like most things, right? But the shorter the development cycle of a game, so your yearly releases, think your sports titles, I think they're in trouble for 2021. I think 2022 are the longer dev cycle games that are in their early stages right now. You know, and, and I think, you know, because I think a lot of that groundwork early on has to be done, you know, with people to getting together. Um, 
Maybe not. I don't know. But it's uh, but I think it's it's possible that the longer dev cycle games that are early in development right now that might be aiming for like a twenty twenty two or twenty three. They might be affected a little more later down the road. Whereas I think like your Madden NFL twenty two might have a tough time if they're not able to get people into lo- on location to work on it. Yeah. So if Microsoft was smart. Which they have been very, very smart. Um, they they should team up with more of those indie developments, like you know, Cuphead devs and um, Ori devs, and because I I don't think indie games are going to be all that delayed because those tend to be smaller teams um, with sometimes even just one person, you know, like Stardew Valley or that new uh, game we saw at you know the the Microsoft show last Thursday. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Sorry about that. Yeah, me um, too. But that was one guy, right? So obviously this stuff like might not they might not be as affected and they might actually have more time if they, you know, they're not having if they're not able to do whatever if they were working a second job to supplement their income and they've stopped being able to, they have more free time to work on the game. Um whether they do or not, I mean, that's on them. Like, I don't, you know, you you do what's best for you. But I could see the indie games coming out maybe even earlier than they would originally have because they're smaller teams. So or they might have been working remotely anyways because they just don't can't afford to have an office like yeah. the real small indie teams. I That's I can see point. a lot of indie indie games coming out just like normal or even faster. So if Microsoft does what they did with you know Ori and Cuphead and you know team up get those become exclusive, they'll have games on the. Uh, the Series X. Now, they, I think AAA games will be affected the most. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Right. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for $39.99. And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. This year, the Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our holiday gift center. Find great gifts for any doer and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi OnePlus Drill Kit and the Dual Atomic Drill Kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. Waspa's last. See store for details. Well, we hope um, that you know everybody's able to find some some way to return to normal life safely, um, not risk free, but safely. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that you know we aren't seeing a lot of elements of our life affected. Because I think one thing we've learned through this is just how much people need some form of entertainment, right? Right. And, you know, as we're all sports fans, right? So we felt it in that way, and and people aren't able to go see movies. And, you know, we've seen people start to almost rebel in a way if, you know, and I think a lot of it's due to that stuff not being available to them, right? And and it's hard. It sucks. So uh, we, we hope that, you know, it's not affected to too dramatically and this is one case where i hope where phil's wrong so anyway one game that did come out 
Okay, Super Mega Baseball 3, I wrote the review for that. Uh, live, it'll be live on the site by the time you're listening to this. So, good game, fun game. And, uh, I, you know, my, my overall impressions of it is that it's very good. It's a nice progression of the series. And for those of you unfamiliar with Super Mega Baseball, it is, it, it looks super arcadey when you first load it up. Right? It looks like it's going to be backyard baseball type of thing. It's not that at all. Like, no. it, is, it is very much a baseball sim. It is good. It plays really well. The controls, and I said this in the review, the controls can be as simplistic or as complex as you want them to be. Like, you don't ever have to do power swings and any of that stuff if you just want a super easy experience and you want to set the ego, which is the difficulty setting in the game, down low. And just do normal swings all day. You don't even have to be good at lighting up the reticle, really, for aiming the swing. You don't have to be good at that, really. If you set the ego low enough, you're going to hit a ton of home runs and just have a great time. Sure. You know, or if you want to get super deep into the weeds with it, you can learn every little bit and, and you know, know when I want to do power swings, when I want to do contact swings, when I want to steal, when I don't. You know, all these things. And, and manage players with more depth than you've ever been able to in Super Mega Baseball before. And turn your ego up to, like, 99 as high as it goes, and it's really tough at that level. And they have an achievement for it that's really hard to get. Um, we talked to the Metalhead devs uh, for Super Mega Baseball 2 here on the show a couple years ago. And, you know, they started laughing, actually, when we asked how many, you know, had gotten that achievement for the 99 ego. It's hard. So, uh, Steven, you played a little bit of it, too. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, what what were your initial thoughts? And then, you know, anything, uh, since I wrote it, you know, happy to answer anything you want to ask. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun game. Um, it's also the only baseball game, well, the only good baseball game <laughs> on the Xbox, RBI. Yeah. It's licensed. It's not, it's, it's not terrible. But, you know, uh, Super Mega Baseball is good. It's a good game. The it, the only thing you know that sucks is there's no licensed team. So if you really want to play as your favorite mm. team, like that's you know you, you're not going to get that experience. Although but it's someone a, I saw on Reddit, someone created a file with all the Major League Baseball teams. Well, there you go. For the I mean, they're not going to look the same, but you yeah, can do but, that. You, but for the custom leagues, all the all the teams and play. Yeah, so they added the franchise mode. Tyler, uh, what, what do you think about that? It's super in-depth, um, you know, with yep. being able to sign and release players. Like, what, what's your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, so by far the most deep mode they've ever created in Super Mega Baseball before. And it's it's all about, you know, finding that diamond in the rough players. So you sign players, develop them. And developing players in Super Mega Baseball is like anything else in Super Mega Baseball. It's super silly and corny and fun. And so you'll do things like, you know, putting somebody on a meat-only diet, right? And, <laughs> and that will increase their power but it's gonna maybe hurt their speed because they're gonna maybe get a little bigger right yeah so things like that are are there and it's just everything there makes you laugh a little bit the player names do too you know like um, oh there's some good ones yeah so my favorite team the wide loads because they're heavy in power and they're pretty decent starting pitching um they uh there's a player on there called elleroids you know, <laughs> it's just great. I, I love the creativity that goes behind it. And the cool thing, too, is that these players the on the standard teams, they carry over from game to game to game. So, like I said in the review, it's almost like you're revisiting some old friends, you know. It's like you followed this team since late 2014, and now you get to play as them again, and the same players are back, you know. Yeah. 
So that's cool too. It's not just completely randomly generated every time. Like the same players, like Chug Bourbony is <laughs> is still on the same team in Super Mega Baseball 3 that he was in Super Mega Baseball 1. So hmm. that's really cool. Um, but yeah, the franchise adds a whole other level of depth to it, and you can obviously play over multiple seasons and all that stuff too. So that's really cool. They have online modes. Um, as you can play in Pennant Race, uh, does random uh, online multiplayer matching, and you have to use standard teams in that. You can't use created teams or custom teams. So that's the only thing there, but it is, uh, it's really fun. And yeah, the game just overall is really good. It's, and like I said, the cool thing is you can dial up and down the difficulty as much as you want. So if you want a totally casual, fun experience, you can have that. And if you want something really tough, you can have that too. And I, I just think that Metalhead does a fantastic job with this. I think this game gets underlooked a lot of t- or overlooked a lot of times, sorry. Um, yeah. In terms of when we talk about great sports games. And I think it's just because of the aesthetic of the game. You know, the the player models and how it looks a little cartoonish. Um, I, I think a lot of people don't take it seriously because of that, but it should be taken seriously. It's a really good game. So, All right. uh, just uh, before, before we wrap up, uh, the, the score I gave it, uh, 8.3 out of 10. So, yeah, it's, uh, good. it's a good game. Like, definitely check it out. Play it. It's worth the, it's worth the money. And it, especially if you've played the first couple and liked them. So... And it just, yes. it, they keep growing as, as time goes. And there's more in this one than there was in the second one. So, all right. Yeah, so more on that. Head on over to GenerationXbox.com. Um, look up the Super Mega Baseball 3 review from Tyler. Mm-hmm. And you get his full thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Um, now, jumping into QuickTime events. Mm-hmm. Um, we, got a, we got a couple things. Um, so, Unreal Engine 5 released their, like, playable tech demo. Um, it was PS5's gameplay, but we've already confirmed Unreal Engine 5 will be on the Xbox. Um, there was a lot of questions going around, and they, you know, they seem to have a deal with Sony, but it's it's going to be available on the Xbox. It's already yeah. been confirmed, so mm-hmm. don't worry. But go look it up. It looked it looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. It's exciting to see what what we're gonna see graphics wise going forward um speaking of going forward ubisoft has their ford event ubisoft ford on july 12th uh, where they're showing hopefully finally gameplay for assassin's creed valhalla and much more <laughs> yeah. um they they had a uh, you know they skipped they didn't put out a lot of games last year it's looking to change this year so you know we should see a lot of stuff Please it's in july phones. not june interesting well, oh um yeah i i don't know tyler hopefully I know you want it. I know you want it. I just it. want to know it's still a thing. I know. I, I'm worried about it. Um, th- I think they're hoping we forget about it, but I don't oh, think totally. that's going to happen. Of course they are. <laughs> but you, the trailer for that game was so good that it was like... I'm not the, going to allow them to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler will single-handedly yes. make that game you know, get released. Um, but also, uh, the Gorilla Collective, June 6th through the 8th, it's going to include a lot of um, your, like, third-party studios and not so much indie games because I don't think the, like, Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios uh, is indie game at all. In, in my opinion, I don't think Divinity Original Sin is. I think it's a, a, a good quality double-A game, I, I, I'd put it at. But yeah, we're going to see stuff from Larian, hopefully stuff on Baldur's Gate 3. I'm um, also Disco Elysium, the people behind them will be there. Uh, we should see... The console release date, they said it was coming in 2020, so hopefully we finally get that announcement, um, because I really want to play that game, and I've been holding off on that. Um, And then finally, 
we also got news this week that Crusader Kings 3 is coming on day one to Xbox Game Pass on PC. Uh, the wording of it like got me excited. I was like, is this actually coming to consoles? No, but it will be free if you play PC games. So I wanted to mention it because Crusader K- Kings 2 is one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, CK3 coming to Xbox Game Pass day one in September, on September right. 1st. Cool. All right, Graham, what do we got for releases? Yes, for releases, on May the 22nd, you can get Maneater. And then, also on the 22nd, you can get Saints Row the Third Remastered. And then on the 19th, you can get Golf with Your Friends. And with more information on this, because doing a review, we have Steven. So, Steven, would you like to give us a bit of a preview? Yeah, so I've been doing the review for Golf with Your Friends. Um, it's a game, it's $20 coming out on the 19th, as Graham mentioned. Uh, it's a like mini golf party game. Um, and I've been having an absolute blast with it. Um, the full review will go live Tuesday at, um, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So check, like, if you're looking forward to that game, you check the review out. Um, but I can, I can give you a little hint that it's, it's safe to pre-order this one. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. But if you're if you're a mini golf fan or just want a fun party game, like twelve player party game, th- this one's for you. And twenty bucks is not it's a steal. It's a steal for this. So there you go. Sounds like um, fun. Well, we'll give full thoughts next next week. But yeah, check the review out on Tuesday, Tuesday at nine a.m. GenerationXbox.com. Um, and there you go. So guys, a couple weeks ago we started a feature here on the show where we talked about the the ten best. Xbox exclusives ever. And we did. Yep. So we, we went through, we went from 10 through 6. And uh, the article, by the way, when you listen to this, will be live on generationxbox.com. So take a look at that as well. The 10 best Xbox exclusives ever. Just to revisit, guys, 10 through 6. Number 10, Ori in the Blind Forest. Number 9, Forza Horizon 4. Number 8, Sunset Overdrive. Number 7, Morrowind. And number 6, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. So. Before we jump into the top five, real quick, just a reminder on the rules that we kind of imposed on ourselves here for this. Each franchise gets one game on the list. So if, if you're looking for like Halo 3 and 2 and, you know, everything else, you're not going to see that. One Halo game can be on the list. One Gears game can be on the list. One, you know, Forza game can be on the list, etc., etc., etc. So that way it's not dominated by a couple franchises. Not that it necessarily would be, but we wanted to make sure we're representing the full library here. But, uh, guys, let's jump in. Number five. This is one that we had some debate about. But uh, Left 4 Dead 2, I think we all agree it's really good. Steven, you are the biggest fan of this game, though. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, Defend it being in the top five. Well, it has to be in the top. How could you not put a Left 4 Dead game in the top five? The Left 4 Dead franchise is amazing. I fought for it to be a little higher than five. You did. Um, I got some pushback. Uh, Left 4 Dead 1 was fantastic. Out of nowhere. Phenomenal game. Um, Super fun to play, even like solo, but it really shined in the multiplayer, which was asymmetric. Like, one group played as the zombies, and then the other side played the humans, and you'd go through like the first chapter, and then you'd switch. 
um, and run through it again with, you know, switching sides. And you would do that for all five chapters. So the games weren't short unless you kicked the crap out of the enemy team, which my squad did. The people I played with, like, I, I had some great times in, in both Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Um, the reason 2 makes it over 1 is because everything from 1 got put into 2 eventually. Um, so, yeah, 1 might have been, like, a more solid game at the start than left 4 dead 2 but then it added so like just having all the maps and the characters and kind of combining the stories together in a, in a separate map plus there was a little more infected which were a little more like helped make the gameplay a little more open mm -hmm. plus the ability to have you know melee weapons was awesome yep. the katana was the goat mm -hmm. um yeah, Left 4 Dead 2, fantastic. I played hours and hours and hours of this game. Um, we had a, a group as big as eight, so we would just play each other. We would set it to where like two people had to be on one team, but then if you clicked random when the t countdown was starting, you would switch teams every chapter. So it was just like for fun, you'd change out the teams. No one mm -hmm. got their hurt feelings because teams changed so like it was it was a great experience if you missed the multiplayer i feel bad for you because that was the best part i know tyler you liked the single player in the first game unfortunately like well yeah. yeah but you you missed mm -hmm. the best part of the left 4 dead experience yeah. and it absolutely is one of the top five xbox exclusives of all time okay i'm not doubting you I'm just you know asking why number four guys mass effect and the first one the first one, yep. Yes. The, the original. So, Graham, why Mass Effect? What I know you're a fan of the series. Um, so, when I discovered Mass Effect, I had no idea what it was. And I think when I just started playing it, I just didn't stop playing it for like a long time. The fact you get the, your little RC car, the Mako, and you can just drive around on the planet, and just the beauty of discovering different planets, and you can see there's like two suns and like you can turn the camera a certain way and like you could just like look out in space and s i thought it was a stunning game um mm -hmm. the story was amazing and the fact that like this was truly a game where your decisions would actually affect the game because there's so many games where like oh every decision affects the outcome mm -hmm. and they're like not really not to that point yeah so like this game like pushed boundaries and it was I don't know anything else out there was at the time. And the fact that it was going to be a part of a trilogy where the game your decisions like carried over into other games, which no other game did that either. So this game definitely deserves to be on top of this. And the fact this game was so good that originally it was an exclusive to Xbox that when two and three came out, they were on other consoles. Um, so and we're all waiting for the remastered trilogy. Fingers crossed. Everybody got their fingers crossed because this game yeah, is everyone so much assumes fun. it's coming um, at the EA at the EA conference, and including me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No. And before we get pushback, yes, Mass Effect did eventually come to PS3, but it was five years exclusive on the xbox yeah. 360 so we counted it as an exclusive because it was for five years yeah. um so you can stop sending the email right now um <laughs> yeah. but yeah mass uh, effect was great uh, the, the, you know you go back to it now it, it's dated but at the time it was absolutely amazing i mean it set up one of the best if not the greatest sci-fi rpgs ever made in mass effect 2 um, mm -hmm. is is andromeda the biggest letdown you guys had based on hype 
uh, for that, for us, yes. Like, I feel like Anthem was a huge letdown. Yeah, but I, but Anthem was different because it was so new. Like, we, it was yeah. an unknown, right? And But Mass Effect was, you know, Andromeda was the next chapter. Yeah, yeah. no, I, mean, I agree. It was a, it it was was a, a failure for what, all things considered, but, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. I know people that love that no, game. I was actually okay with um, it. Unfortunately, like... Because you can play as a male or a female, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, the male character, it, it didn't look bad, but I play as a female character in most games. And, man, that... F- like, the I'm, I'm sure the acting was fine, but they botched, like, the graphics of oh, yeah. that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, of course it's a letdown. But I know people that still like it and good for you. I, I did enjoy playing it. It just wasn't... It didn't live up to the Mass Effect mm-hmm. franchise, in my right. opinion. Okay. So. Number three, guys. Fable 2. So, we're getting yeah. into the cream of the crop here. You're going to notice a trend starting here. <laughs> but, Fable 2, why as high as 3? Who wants to go here? And what uh, what stands? What makes 2 stand out in the series? Okay, so, I'll go first. I played Fable 1, and I before any of the others um but i played it in the backwards compatible thing on the 360 like there were some og games that were there mm-hmm. um and i played it and it was like you know it was fun um but i i didn't quite like think it was all that you know in a bag of chips um and then you know fable 2 came out and i can't remember what it was surrounded with um but i, I think it was like i think a here's summer a release two? but maybe i'm wrong I, I do know I played I played through like Fable 2's like pub games um, mm-hmm. that you know there were the mini games and you actually earned money that you could use when you played Fable 2 itself and then there was a glitch where you could earn a lot of money which I did so I started the game with a lot of money but the game was just magical I mean it wasn't very hard but it was like it was just so much fun it was fun just, yeah yeah dude, the magic system was great I love just I felt like I. <sighs> It's hard to even describe what the feeling was, but you just felt so powerful. And even like the sword play was good. I, I avoid archery and most things. Um, but even like the bow was fine. But yeah, I loved the magic in that game. The story was great. The world was great. I just I got addicted to that game, like addicted. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was fun. fun. You could you buy houses and then like they and buy shops and they could earn you money. Um. You could, like, sacrifice people and turn them into chickens, and like, that was great. You could be, like, fully good, fully... I, the world is just yeah. fantastic, Graham. What are, your, what are your thoughts? Like, Yeah, no, that game was super fun. Um, it's one of the first games, I think, that I can remember anyway. It had, like, the expression wheel that's so popular in all games now. The fact you could do flatulence and, like, yeah, you can farting. burp. That was yeah, best. Yeah, fart. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, and you could just, like, laugh, and the person's just, like, hysterical laughing, and there's, like, these little challenges with demon doors where you have to do certain things where you could sacrifice people, and, like, you're saying, too, you could be as good or as evil as you want. Now, the game didn't really let you be, like, as evil as evil as it said that you could, which was a bit of a letdown, but the fact when you get, like, super evil, you can, like, sacrifice people, and it would unlock certain things. Oh, yeah. And, was, like, I just enjoy just being as evil as possible. I never ever went over and tried to be, like, good just to see the difference. But, yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. I totally enjoyed it. Um, I tried to get back into Fable 1 after playing 2, and it's like, ah, it's, it's not the same. But I do appreciate it because that's basically where it came from. 
But yeah, a lot of fun. Not a game you would take too serious. Not too hard. Uh, the online multiplayer part of it was not that good. Like you'd have like orbs there, and you could kind of interact with. But uh, great game though, overall. Definitely yeah. deserves to be on this list. I'm surprised so, Microsoft hasn't remastered Fable as a trilogy. Well, yeah. I think there's a chance. That that could be coming. I did too yeah. while we were talking about this. I think that could be like a, a September-ish release. As a bridge before the yeah. Fable. The, yeah. Before I would be the excited much for that. rumored Fable 4. Or Fable 4 might be a next spring type of game. It's still considered launch window. So it's still considered a launch game, but it might be like March, April. And yeah. what if you know you release the Fable trilogy in November, December as a bridge? That would, I mean, that'd be fine with me. Though I would, I, I kind of, I really want Fable Four as a launch title. Like well, that yeah, will, like do. I'm getting the Series X day one, but I would, you know. I'd be ecstatic if we got Fable 4, but yeah, no, Fable 2, fantastic. Fable 3 was great, too, until the ending, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just because it did some really stupid things that, like, didn't... Well, yeah, let me, I let don't me throw this question it. at you before we move into the top two. You know, we asked about Andromeda being a disappointment. Is Fable Legends a bigger disappointment than Andromeda? I didn't play Fable Legends, so I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't either, so that's why I would say yes, because I at least bought Andromeda and played it a little bit. That's true. Graham, early in the life of the show, right? Like, single double-digit episodes, we were talking through the saga of Fable Legends. Yes. Yes. And, you know, it it looked okay-ish, and then the game kept changing, which was a warning sign, right? Yeah. Finally, it became free to play, and then it was just done. Like, I think, I hope that I think that was the peak of Xbox having to kind of learn its lesson of like you need to listen to your community more. Yeah. On what they actually want, and ever since then they've been great about that. You know, outside of the the last Inside Xbox, which I think people overreacted to a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, and and from the standpoint of like, I'm not defending Xbox here, but from the standpoint of like, they've done so many things right. I don't think it was worth the backlash they got over one misstep, right? But anyway, yep. Like, yeah, Fable Legends was was problematic. <laughs> Number two, guys. Now we're getting into the 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 iconic images you think of when you think of Xbox as a brand. Gears of War two. And I remember my experience with this game. It was fantastic. The game has, like, as as weird and, like, corny as Gears of War's storytelling and dialogue especially sometimes My is. tomatoes! <laughs> right? Um, uh, classic. But 2 was, like, an effective roller coaster of emotion. Oh, yeah. And it just was. It was good yeah. at it. And, and two was like, you know, it, it's as good a storytelling as you're going to get in a game where you reload correctly and the character goes, shit, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it was really good though. Like this game was fantastic and it was so much fun and the online was great too. So Steven, uh, why two? Cause I think with Halo, like the imagery I get, or not Halo, but um, Gears, the imagery I get from Gears when I think Gears of War is, is from Gears 1 with General Ram walking down the street. 
and taking the blade into the guy's back, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that. You know, but but that doesn't mean it's a better game. It's just that's what I instantly first think of, right when I think of Gears. Sure. Uh, having played the game, and I agree, Gears Two's better. But why is Gears Two better? I think it's a lot of things, including the multiplayer. Like the multiplayer in Gears Two was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, like this doesn't go into like my opinions on this, but I remember. So I was playing on like a you know old like CRTV box TV type of thing with like the bunny ears or the rabbit whatever they're mm-hmm. the rabbit ears to like get cable so I could watch TV and I I like had I bought something that you know you plug the AV cables in and then they they could be plugged into the the coaxial cable so you could play games on the TV which I assume had a lot of input lag but I played Halo three that way mm-hmm. um, and then I got Gears two along with a like. 22 inch lcd tv for christmas one year and i remember putting that game in and playing and thinking like this was peak graphics like it's never gonna get better than that (laughs) yeah but it looked so good and like the game was great it had something actually super emotional in the middle of it um with dom's wife finding her and then finding what happened like that was that was crazy like you know especially from something like gears and yeah obviously the general ram thing in one was was fantastic but i know i just think gears 2 actual gameplay right 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 and and then you know the ending was was much more fun i I didn't like the train all that much in one it's just Um, like general ram is one of the hardest final bosses ever for, yeah, for me, except for Gears Four, that was I, impossible. Yeah. No, the last time I played it, it, it sorry, Gears Three. That's how I was able to yeah, kill three, him. Yeah. Gears Three, I was on like we were, we were playing through insane, and like we got to the final boss, and then like, we just mm. could not get over the ledge. Yeah. And yeah, but I Gears Two was great. Uh, it's my personal favorite in the series, though. Thank I you. you know I also enjoyed Gears Three quite a bit too. I did too. Um, but I think just Two is is the best. Mm-hmm. So that's my thoughts. Graham, you're, uh, I know you played it, so did you play a lot of multiplayer in that? No, actually I didn't. Okay. Um, I know other people, I watched them play, but the, the multiplayer never ever got me in the Gears games. But I know there's like hardcore fans that really like that. I'm trying to think which one I played at the time. I think it was uh, World at War um, online multiplayer. For Duty? Yeah. Okay. So that yeah. was my multiplayer oh, yeah. at the time. That was, a, that was decent. Yeah, I think yeah. you're like me. Like you have like one multiplayer game at a time, right? You're Essentially, not yeah. Back and forth, yeah. Yeah. So but makes, the makes the, sense. the campaign was super fun. It was. Uh, the fact that you can play along with somebody and do the whole story yeah. made the game something special. And I feel like they improved on things. I can't think of specific examples, but from okay. Gears One to Two. But yeah, the story was great, and like Steven said, the graphics seemed amazing at the time. And the game was just a lot of fun, and I liked the, the story. The and, ending uh, felt epic, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. It was huge. There was a lot of things that felt epic in Gears 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, that was a, like, prob- that's why it makes it, like, the peak of of the, the tr- like, mm-hmm. well, the trilogy, and then 4 and 5 or And no pun else. intended there, right? But, yeah, it felt epic. It was just, yeah. it was yeah. great. And... And I remember that. I remember the feeling playing that game. And when a game can make you remember the feeling you had playing it, like, that's something. Yep. Right? So, number one, Graham, you had said Gears 2 improved on Gears 1 in a lot of ways. And I would yes. agree. I don't think it holds a candle to how much this game improved. <laughs> no. Over the original, which, by the way, is an iconic game in video game history. 
Yes. Our number one game in Xbox history, our number one Xbox exclusive of all time, is Halo 2. And, guys, is there anything else that needs to be said other than just the Master Chief, like, taking the bomb back scene? No, that's the best <laughs> line and moment, and I yep. love that mission so, so, so much. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. And I know it's ironic we're talking Halo 2 right now because, you know, there's a slight controversy around the launch on PC with Halo 2 right now. Um, but it's, uh, in my mind, Halo 2 is probably the best Xbox campaign I've ever played as far as, far as an exclusive goes. Um, multiplayer was fantastic, too. Although, Steven, I bet you liked multiplayer more than me. Yeah, actually, I never played Halo 2's multiplayer because I didn't have um, online on the you know the original oh, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So I, my first Halo multiplayer was three, three, which I put tons of hours oh. into it. Um, I, I think actually Reach is the peak of it. Um, I don't know. I loved Reach's multiplayer mm-hmm. so much. Um, it just felt more crisp. But I was really good at Halo 3's multiplayer too. Mm. Um, MLG Pro. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> Halo Two, like I know some people have issues with the campaign as well. I, I don't. I loved the ending. Uh, I thought the whole story was cool. I mean, you play as the the freaking Arbiter, um, and it took me a minute to understand I was playing as the Arbiter. I was like, yeah. I think I am, but I can't look down to tell. But you know what? I'm just gonna assume I am. Like that was amazing. If you look at um, the development hell that game went through, like how they managed to put that together and make it as coherent of a story as they did is really impressive. Like, they, yeah. they didn't get to make half the game they wanted to make. And they got crunched into basically, not crunched the way we know it today, but just as a term there. Um, but they had to basically reinvent that campaign into playing as both. You know, and, and doing what they did there. And, and to do that and make it make you not even really notice that this is really, I guess, quote, broken. Because it wasn't. But, you know, from what they originally intended, it kind of was. Yeah. You know, no, like... Impressive. The the whole Arbiter story was really really awesome, and if you if you haven't played the Master Chief Collection, like the you know the super mm-hmm. great looking Halo Two like remaster mm-hmm. in that game, you need to because yeah. those like cinematic cutscenes of the Arbiter are just absolutely phenomenal looking. Um, the whole game looks great in the remaster, um, you know. Yeah. Then you got Master Chief saying to give the Covenant back their bomb. Yep. So. Oh. The person I want to hear the most from here, though, is Graham, because Graham, I had the pleasure of playing with Halo with you for your first Halo experience, right? Um, yes. Halo 1, 2, 3. Um, I think we're somewhere in 4 right now, aren't we? Yeah, we are currently working our way through yeah. 4. So, we need to go back to that. We need to get you 100% caught up before Infinite. So, but what were your thoughts playing 2? Because you did play the remastered version, and I know you hit that select button a few times to cycle back and forth. Right? Yes, they actually had an achievement to do it at yeah, every level, and yeah. I think I missed one. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Which is so frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah, the, just to see the graphical difference is like, wow. Like, huge step. And I think in the first one, there was no running, and in the second one, they introduced running. No. And maybe there's something no else too. No, there's no sprinting. Like okay, the sprinting doesn't come till later in the franchise. And same with aim down sights. Yeah. So else. aim down sights. That's what it was. No, that no, was no. A big. Aim, aim down sights wasn't in that game. That was wasn't that one? Later. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I I know there was a huge difference between one and two. Well, you like you're you're wheel. talking about. 
what's that? Dual wield in two, right? Dual wield, yeah. Yeah. And I, so. I feel like there was another one too that was a really big thing, and I kept doing it because it's just like a normal, natural thing you do nowadays. But like, like, nope, can't do it. Nope, mm. can't do it. But yeah, this story was great. Like, and this was me experiencing for the first time, and I had the whole collection, so it's not like I had to wait. Yep. So it was a fun experience going through mm. the first three because they kind of say it is like a trilogy and then four is a little different, right? How about just the fact that two made it a little easier and more clear to know where the hell you're supposed to go? Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't have the backtracking that right? one did, too. Yeah. Like, the first half of one, you go one way, and then the second mm-hmm. half, you go the other. And it's like, oh, my God. There's so many times we didn't know if we were going right or doing the right thing, and then eventually mm-hmm. somebody would, oh, we got a checkpoint, and then the yep. other one just, like, would uh, jump to where our other person mm-hmm. is. It's like... Thank God. Yeah, but those checkpoints <laughs> didn't even work half the time. No, like, you, yeah. if you went the other way, like, the checkpoints were still active going, like, into the mission, it seemed like. So, yeah. And then the arrows got confusing because they're pointing yes. one way, but you have to go backwards yeah. through the arrows. But then, uh, it, it, one is, one is like, one's good, and it did yes. a lot for its time, but two is, is just superior. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, too, me and Tyler was at this part where we were really high up on an elevator, and there was an uh. enemy, like, all the way down, and we just kept throwing grenades and grenades trying to, like get this one enemy and it took forever mm-hmm. I, I think two ages much better than one does oh and yes by far not not taking anything away from one one is still i played that game a, a few more than a few uh, times and one is iconic yeah, it's for iconic. sure it's uh you know it's great um it's it's iconic like i guess if you want to compare to like superhero movies like the same way that the first batman like not the way way back batman with adam west but like the michael keaton one was really important uh, for superhero movies in that genre in general, but it doesn't hold a candle to The Dark Knight in terms of just overall quality. And I think that Halo 2 took enough steps forward that it's just a vastly better game than one. And and I think with the the advent of Xbox Live 2, that made a huge difference with, uh, with Halo 2's success. So... Halo 2 is our number one Xbox exclusive of all time. Now, if you are in disagreement with us, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell us. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to generationxbox.com and I want you to read this article, the top 10 Xbox exclusive of all time, and go into the comment section and let us know what you think. Give us your list. Yeah, tell us what what you think we missed. So, guys, anything you want to call out is like an honorable mention um, that you personally love. That didn't make its way on the list. Ooh, uh, Lost Odyssey for me. Um, It's one of the... It's a great JRPG, and it's probably the only JRPG exclusive to Xbox. Um, And it's fantastic. So I guess that would be one of mine. Graham, you? You know, I would have to go back over my list. Um, You had one that you fought for. You have yes. two that you fought for a little bit and, and didn't make the list. So I'll tell you, see if these was one of them. Yes. And the I had other was Recore, and I'm interested to hear your Recore thoughts. See, yeah, I'm looking at my list now. So the reason I picked Recore, because I really enjoyed this game. And, like, the platforming in it was really hard. And I, I like Metroid. I was a big fan of Metroid games. And where you get a certain ability that will allow you to get to other areas. 
And I honestly really enjoyed the game. Like, I didn't see a lot of faults that a lot of people were having with it. Okay. And then they came up with, like, the remaster, which made it even better. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I regret not finishing it. It was getting really hard platforming, and that's no reason to say a game is not good. Mm-hmm. So, But I really enjoyed the game. I was hoping it was would have received better and or make it a possibility for a record too, which mm-hmm. is probably not going to happen because nah, you n- you never hear of it again. You know, but yes, that was uh, one of my honorable mentions for sure. Right. So the one I would say is Titanfall, the original. And the reason for that is just this. Is I had such a great time playing multiplayer in that game. And, and of course it was multiplayer because that's all there was. But, yeah, you know, um, but, and I think that they showed a lot of love and care to that game because they continued to work on it, add on it. And it was a really different game a year after release than it was at launch. And, you know, it was just, I just had so much fun with it. And Titanfall 2's story is phenomenal. It's, it's one of the best first person shooter campaigns on the, in this generation, I think. But, the, the multiplayer in one is just so fun for me, and more fun than two, my opinion. So that would be the one. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, one. both of us mentioned games that didn't make our personal top tens, but didn't mention the game that was on both of our list that didn't make the, the group top ten, and that's Alan Wake. Yeah. Um, we both loved that. It's coming to Game Pass soon, um, which is awesome. You guys need to play it if you haven't. It's like I don't like horror games all that much, but I loved Alan Wake. Alan's great, but Um, it's not like horror horror. It's not. It's it's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. It's more psychological. It's what uh, Remedy does so well, and you know if you like Control at all, um, play Alan Wake. And if you haven't played Control but you play Alan Wake on Game Pass and like it, then you need to play Control. (laughs) Sorry, Control's on sale right now. Um, too, so you can pick mm-hmm. it up, and the di- and the expansion should be coming soon. It was yes. timed exclusive, which we're not going to get it's into. We did, yeah, a little bit ago, but it is coming soon, so mm-hmm. you can get the game, and I mean, there might even be a remat like a collection game of year edition or whatever. But yeah, you get the game while it's on sale. If you like it, then you pick the DLC up when it that comes. Did win. It did win IGN's game of the year, didn't it? Yep. I think so. Did. Maybe. Yeah. Not a game awards, but IGN's it won. So okay. All right, so that is our top 10. And, you know, like we said, head on over to generationxbox.com, check out the article, and leave comments there. Let us know what you think it should be. Uh, we'd appreciate to hear from you. Or you can tweet at us at generationx underscore box. Let us know what you think there as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode number uh, 212. I almost said 112. Going back in time. Yep, definitely. Um, 212 of Generation Xbox podcast. And we'll be back next week with 2.13. Until then, head on over to GenerationXbox.com for the latest news uh, throughout the week. And uh, visit us on Twitter at GenerationX underscore box. Let us know what you think about uh, whatever's going on with Xbox. We'd love to hear from you. And finally, if you want to help support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash GenerationXbox. Your support is appreciated more than you know. Alright, guys. Four. Graham, Steve, and I'm Tyler. Thank you so much for joining us for episode number 212. We'll be back with 213 next week. Until then, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Be safe, Bye-bye. everyone. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. 
Santa bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for $39.99. And Meyer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started.